Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and the leading producer of quality fertilizer products. This podcast is intended to facilitate the transfer of knowledge for farmers and crop advisors, improving farm profitability and environmental sustainability. Grow the Future with Yara. Hello, I'm Ken Rundle and welcome to this latest podcast featuring fruit with Guy's Gaskin, Yara's fruit specialist. While the soft fruit sector is winding down and planning ahead, others, like many top fruit growers of apples and pears, are still busy with harvest. But it's grapes we focus on first, an activity in Britain's vineyards. Guise, what kind of year has it been for the winemakers? A promising vintage? Well, thus far, Ken, uh, we've had uh, the last few few months, we've had two hot weeks, followed by two cold weeks through most of the summer and building up into the autumn. Uh, Mid-September, again, we see two very hot weeks, uh, temperatures as high as 28 centigrade um, and expecting cold weeks to follow. Uh, this this time of year, we would normally expect our temperatures to be somewhere around 17 degrees centigrade. The end of September forecast remains warmer than it should be, with some indication of thunderstorms. And again, in October, we expect that the warm weather will remain higher than expected. So that's going to have real implications. Yes, it has implications for the end of season. And it, it also leads to, if you like, three trains of thoughts in the grower's mind. Firstly, Having a longer year means that we have to consider uh, feeding the plants for longer through their fruiting season, which might mean the need to stretch programs if we're running against uh, high-end values. Uh, alternatively, there are other, other opportunities to feed the crop in, to take advantage of the, of the longer season. Again, it's quite useful this year because having a longer season does allow the growers an opportunity to look at correcting some of the imbalances in things like iron which you usually see at this time of year in the leaf. And also you can think about building up buds for the following year. That said, in the terms of uh, P&D, having a, a warm late season is basically far from ideal for P&D. Pests and diseases we're talking about here. Yes, pests and diseases. So populations like um, SWD, which is spotted wing drosophila, and aphids, uh, these, are, these are insects which... Um, they have no internal metabolism. They rely on the temperature in order in order to metabolize. So having a late season and a hot season um, means that these type of pests basically increase their population rapidly through this late period. And that has an effect not just on this year, but that next year as well. Yes. But on, in the case of nymphs, I mean, if we had a very strong winter, that would knock out a few sets of the population. Um, through frost and, and uh, well, potentially snow if we get any. But that said, the eggs tend to run through that period. So you will be looking at a, at a startup population that's larger than expected. And coming to my question at the beginning there, this, this extension to the season, this late season and all the warm weather, it should actually help the quality of the actual fruit, shouldn't it? Yes. A lot of the, the winemaking vines are uh, late season grapes and they very much like having, I would say, you know, uh, and it, what would we call it an English Indian summer is very beneficial to the grapes this year. Uh, so going back to what you were saying about is this year a promising vintage, I think it, it will be. OK, that's the vines. Let's look at top fruit, as I've said already, um, well into harvest and trying to deal with a, a very changing market. I suppose the focus continues to be those skin finish as far as those top fruit growers are concerned. Uh, yes, I would say certainly for the fresh market, um, skin finish is very important to the top fruit market. 
as a question between the premium premium and and, and standard product. Um, Bitterbit particularly is is a an issue in in apples, and um, for this you would you would have applied the uh, calcium feed in in our case Yarovi to stop it. It's very good at controlling bitterbit. Um, the timing it would have begun application during during fruit swell, but certainly as we run into harvest and even two to three days close to harvest, uh, the calcium application can be made to the benefit of both the skin finish and then how it stores. Um, you can imagine some of these, this top fruit will be stored through uh, the winter period and maintaining good internal quality is, is very important. Uh, a second uh, product that we use at this time of year, particularly when we have a lot of heat and potentially, as I mentioned earlier, we might have thunderstorms that will then increase the amount of humidity in the air and therefore the pressure of, of things like mildew uh, become an issue on, on cropping apples. And for that, we would recommend using something like Cenefos um, because it has very good secondary benefits to the crop. But at the same time, uh, Cenefos will increase the internal quality of the apples, which then has implications in store. Now, this kind of thing you'll be discussing, whether virtually, certainly virtually this year at the National Fruit Show, which is what, 22nd of October. Have you other plans for that show? Yes. During the National Fruit Show, we have uh, a look at our new products coming through. Uh, one in particular that's generating a lot of interest is Yara Vita Actisil. Uh, this is a silicon product, uh, one of the first for Yara and a very interesting product in a sense of top fruit. Uh, the way it works is if you imagine the skin layer of fruit and, and the cell structure, in amongst the cell structure, there are always gaps between the cells. And this case, Garavita Actisil, um, when applied to the skin, it finds these holes and fills them with silicon. And in doing so, it increases the density of the structure in which it's, it's sprayed onto. So in a case of top fruit, what that means is you can, you can almost guarantee a much better skin toughness um, from the fruit, which leads, which has a very nice uh, visual effect. But also, it enhances the strength of that fruit. Again, as we were discussing calcium and uh, Cenophos for storage, there are likely possibilities that the Actosil silicon product, in conjunction with the other two, will only lead to enhance the storability of the apples and therefore the quality of the end the end product to the user. Something to be discussed at the show, obviously. Moving on then to strawberries and soft fruit. Yes. Um, um, as we've said, they're winding down now, but there are things to check. Yes, that's right. Uh, in, in a sense of the strawberry plants that will now be taken through perhaps from 60 day into main crop for next year. Um, it's a good time of year to have a good look at the foliage of, of that plant. And you'll certainly see if you're low in iron, you can see the, you can see the effect on the leaf. And in that case, because we have this uh, late season heat and there's still a lot of growing time left before these plants go into dormancy, and you could consider a foliar application of Yara Vita Furley, for example, which will build the iron into those leaves um, and, and the crop so that come the next year, you've already got a, an element of iron within the crop. Certainly in, ter in terms of winter coming, we start to look out for um, crop health. Again, it comes back to the leaves. They need to be in good shape as they enter into dormancy. Most growers may well be wrapping these crops to take them through the winter in a, in a fleece or in a plastic. 
And at that point, they generate quite a good microclimate for fungal pathogens because they'll have the um, benefit of late heat plus the water from any, any storm or rain. And because they're covered, it's then very difficult to treat them. Once they're under cover, that's, that's it. They're pretty much there till next spring. Uh, so it's, a, it's an important consideration to try to get um, uh, beneficial nutrients onto these crops so that they can be stored well through the winter. Moving on then to cane fruit, what's the activity there? Well, cane fruit is uh, an interesting one this time of year because we have, we have two sets of crops, really. Um, but as, as a general rule, all of the cane fruit, like the strawberries that are going through into the next year, it's a question of looking after their buds and making sure that they have the right kind of nutrients available on those buds as they go into dormancy so that when spring comes, they have the availability of nutrient to open those buds and, and to begin growing. The main thing about these nutrients is that until cane fruit put out their first leaf, they can't uptake any nutrient from the rootstock. So whatever's on the cane or in the cane, that's what they've got in order to start. So it's important to consider, for example, Yaravita bud builder with this late season is an opportunity to get some of that good nutrient into the buds early allow them to go dormant with that nutrient within them. And then next year, they, they will fire much better and they have what they need to get going. Um, if we also then consider nitrogen, as I said, it's a longer season. So these crops will most likely remain green for that much longer before we dip into autumn for them to go dormant. Uh, consideration from the grower needs to be made on how to feed these crops and potentially look at a, a you know a four week extension because we appear to have about I would say four weeks of extra growth really in the season. Um, this has two considerations. It, it really depends on how you're feeding the crop. Either you can lengthen and stretch your fertigation program out by the recommended number of weeks, thereby decreasing the amount of nitrogen but feeding them the whole time. The other alternative is to consider a product like Yaravita Crop Lift, which is a foliar fed broad spectrum product that can be applied on top of the program. I suppose of, of the bush fruits that uh, are being talked about at the moment is the blueberry that seems to be getting the majority of the publicity. Anything important for them? Well, blueberry has been very good. Um, this season went very well. In terms of uh, agronomy, it's been a very good agronomic year. So blueberry is, is uh, quite temperate. It, it, it likes cloudier conditions. So having this heat and cool and heat and cool is, is very good for them. The yields have been quite good. And again, with the, uh, the COVID situation, I would say the, the market has actually been very steady. There's very few peaks and troughs this year. Again, another benefit to blueberry. But looking, looking at the late years, with this much heat, again, we have an opportunity, as we have with other crops, of potentially using this late heat to generate more uh, bushiness into, into the into the blueberry. Um, this can be achieved if you're uh, if you have the space in your nitrogen programming. You could look at applying a product like Cowsnit, which will give the blueberries a, a, a quick boost. But pre pre application of the Cowsnit, you would tip the medium sized cane. These would be anything between four and six millimeters in diameter. If they were tipped at this point in time with an extra eight weeks of growth and a boost of nitrogen, the buds will break around them. So you would end up with three or four breaks off that tipping. And the, this new cane growth that you would generate would be approximately four to six inches in length 
and diameter of about two to three millimeters. And what that does in blueberry is it means that this thinner cane will will generate fruit, but generate it earlier next year um, than it would have done had it remained a, a six to four millimeter diameter. Um, so in, in blueberry, there's there's good opportunity to to uh, manipulate the crop on a late season like this. Geez, any casual listener thinking fruit growing is an easy option certainly will have had their mind changed. Thank you. But that's all we've got time for. And please join me, Ken Rundle, in a couple of weeks' time for another expert contribution to Yara's podcast series. Thanks for listening to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. For more information, visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie.